think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, the preseason is done and we are finally ready for actual Steelers football. It is right around the corner. And right here on the Steelers Fix, we are going to get you ready from a fantasy football perspective. It is the Steelers Fix. My name is Andrew Wilbar alongside the legendary Jeremy Betts. Jeremy, how's it going? How was your experience in the Steelers preseason this year? Man, I've probably been more engaged than I ever have. And that's saying a lot because I'm usually pretty doggone uh anything Steelers related so uh you know it's it's been a fun ride through the preseason and I'm excited to see what this team can do I probably am a little more optimistic about them than maybe most are but um you know I think that if the team complementary football like we saw against Detroit I know it wasn't always great but the first team offense and first team defense complemented each other fairly well um you know then that's how the Steelers are going to win this year we weren't expecting a uh, 35 points per game offense, or uh, I guess not even really expecting a 10 points per game defense. That just doesn't happen anymore. It's going to have to be complimentary football. So, man, I'm seeing it. And I like what I see out of the uh, the quarterbacks, which was the big question mark. And then there's some other question marks that are now popping up too. You know, we got to watch out for the offensive line, maybe middle linebacker a little bit, um, edge uh, depth. You know, those are some things that are concerns. But hey, that's what you do preseason for. And, uh, you know, maybe the Steelers aren't done making some moves and uh, prepping themselves for uh, what should be a, a very intriguing regular. So here what's, here's what's interesting to me. And 
you can correct me if I'm wrong, but just looking at who's available in free agency based on the early cuts. Now, Jeremy and I are recording this on Monday. Obviously, there have been some Steelers cuts already announced. By the mm-hmm. time this comes out, there will have been more. So just go to BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. We'll have the latest news and updates. We have a tracker keeping track of all the things that are going down as it pertains to roster cutdowns. But it looks like, even though I feel as if offensive line is the bigger need right now, the Steelers have proven they can find guys to play that edge position. Last year, Taco Charlton and Derek Tuska. The Steelers can always seem to find these guys uh, that can provide quality snaps if if called upon. Offensive tackle, it's not always that way. And we see the offensive tackle, the entire offensive line is up. It's, it's just a mess. You can blame Pat Meyer. You can blame them. I mean, it's, I know it's just preseason, but that's the starting unit. So um, it does not look good. But Jeremy, if to me, it looks like there's better names available at edge, better players available than there are at offensive tackle. What say you? I, I agree with you there. Um, you know, offensive tackle is one of those positions that, you kind of have to nail in the draft process. And if, if you don't, you're left scrambling and uh, you better hope you have a lot of cap space to be able to fill it with a high profile free agent that comes across the board every once in a while. And the Steelers uh, decided to devote their resources elsewhere this year uh, with belief in the development of Dan Moore jr. And, you know, maybe that's not working out right now. Uh, It's definitely not working out how they'd like it to, but um and how Steelers fans would, would like it too. But I mean, you know, it was the, they made their bed. Now they're, they're laying in it a little bit there. And I think that that's going to be a problem. You're going to see maybe one or two offensive tackles um, with name recognition. We'll say that uh, be a cap casualty cut potentially, especially if a team's got a, a guy that uh, is coming up or a draft pick that has looked pretty good. And uh, so in that type of situation, the Steelers might get lucky and maybe be able to pull one off waivers, but it's going to be tough sledding if they, if they're looking to go outside the organization to fix their problems there at defensive or at uh, outside linebacker. I think that they, there are definitely some more names, some more veteran players. Um, I just saw, uh, and again, we're recording this Monday night. So uh, uh, Devon Kennard uh, from Arizona uh, who was a starter last year for he them was on the edge? Good with Detroit. Yes, um, good with Detroit, and uh, you know he's gonna. He was supposed to get an opportunity to start there this year, and so now he's uh, he's on the market and uh, you know waived as a cap casualty, and they want to see what some of these young guys can do, and uh, so he might be a target for the Steelers, and I could see somebody like him filling a vital role on the defense. Two guys I'm keeping an eye on based on who's available right now. One is Bradley and I, a former defensive end at Utah. He's more of a 4-3 guy, but so have been a lot of the guys the Steelers have used on the edge in the past. And if they're using them in pass rushing situation, not putting them in, dropping them into coverage. Now, I think that the Steelers can use that. And Anai has such a good natural feel for rushing the passer. He always has. Not the most athletic guy, but man, he's got, he's so technically sound and he is so he just, just some of those guys when you watch them on tape just the way they move they're so smooth they just have that feel right off the line whether it just be their timing or just their first step quickness it, he just has that feel for getting after the quarterback him and then if buddy johnson misses the roster which i think there's a very good chance of that happening big possibility yep keep an eye on jared davis a guy who a mm. lot of steelers fans including myself thought 
could be in play and early free agency. And yep. now he's available and probably on the real cheap. So uh, keep an eye on those guys. But Jeremy, for some of our listeners that are going to be listening to this before the final cutdowns are finalized, what is something that you are looking for as we start to hear mm-hmm. about different players getting cut? What's the position battle that you're most intrigued by or you're most curious to see who the Steelers keep? You know, I think some of the toughest decisions are at wide receiver and then at defensive tackle. That's Those are areas where the Steelers have really incredible depth. Uh, and these guys are starter caliber, but as depth pieces to fill in uh, in case of injury for a, a short period of time, I mean, there are so many options at both of these. I think at wide receiver, I'll stick there because I wrote about uh, Tyler Vaughn's this last week and how um, he's looked really good in, for the Steelers in the preseason. And, you know, we don't get a lot of the inside looks at, at practice and all that, but I'm assuming that he's doing some of the same things in practice that he's doing in games. And uh, if that's the case, you know, he's a guy that if the Steelers had the wide receiver core that they had last year and, and uh, Vaughn's is, is making this kind of push, I think he makes the roster easily last year. But this year, there's just so much more depth there at the four, five, six range. I just don't know if he makes the cut, and that is going to be where the Steelers make thing happening along the defensive line with guys like Chris Wormley or uh, Montrevious Adams, who uh, you know could end up being pushed off the roster because a young guy is is making a push. I've said my spiel on Steven Sims, so if he misses the roster. <laughs> this is not going to be a happy Andrew Wilbar at this time next week. Well, he deserves a spot too. Just absolutely playing really well. And he, he moves like a professional wide receiver. He really does. And you know, he's not big, but I love the effort he shows just in the minor details of the game, whether it be getting downfield and on a run pass option, you know, even if it looks in it kind of mentally, you know, that this play is likely to be a run, you know, he puts his heart into every route that he runs, you know, he just shows some Nice toughness. He can't do a whole lot as a blocker because of his size. But I mean, Antonio Brown it was kind of the same way in his prime. You know, he couldn't, he wasn't the best blocker, but for his size, he was pretty good yeah. when you asked him to do it. So I I love Steven Sims. I really hope he makes this roster. And if something happens to, to Deontay Johnson, I think he can step in and just take over that role like nothing happened. So <laughs> we'll we'll see what happens. But uh, we're going to start moving on to the topic of today's show, which is final draft day nuggets. This is an idea that Jeremy had as you all are probably reaching the final stages of your pre-draft fantasy process. There's going to be a lot of drafts going on between the next week and two days before Thursday's action. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of drafts going on. I have, I believe all my leagues have drafted now. I had a draft oh. Sunday night. Uh, it was a 12-team league in with some guys who have never played before. So there were some interesting, weird picks. But because it's a 12-team league, it's not like my roster is stacked either. I think I have mm. – um, I did fourth overall, I took Najee Harris. I got Cam Akers in round two. It was a bit of a reach, but running backs were going, so I felt like I needed to grab another one. This is half PPR. I took uh, Michael Pittman in the third round. Again – a little bit higher than what I would have liked to, but you know, just the way the board fell, that's where I need to take them. And quarterbacks went really fast. Mm. So I took Jalen Hurts in the fourth round, which seems really high, but he was like the seventh quarterback taken. So wow. and I'm so I'm totally yeah. fine with that. Um, so I got Jalen Hurts. I believe my tight ends, Dalton Schultz. I was able to grab Amon Ross St. Brown and 
Uh, mm. Another good receiver later on, uh, Terry McLaurin grabbed him in the fifth round. Uh, so overall, I really like the looks of my team. Um, but Jeremy, as we move into our draft nuggets, what is the first thing that you would advise our listeners right before they're getting ready to draft their fantasy teams? Okay, so first off, I, I just want to kind of start with a pretty generic statement, and that is wide receiver is deep, <laughs> you know, and, you know, that sounds uh, su- superfluous, uh, uh, you know, with easy it is to tell, you know, it's just, these guys are, there are loaded in the middle rounds. And uh, I think the wide receiver sweet spot really is like rounds five through eight. And uh, you can find guys um, with a, uh, between 50 and, and uh, 90 uh, ADP, like DJ Moore, uh, Deontay Johnson, uh, DK Metcalf, who is being a little overly undervalued because of the quarterback situation. Um, Cortland Sutton. I mean, he's got a he's got a really good quarterback in his, in the fold now that likes to throw the ball um, to receivers like Cortland Sutton. Uh, Chris Godwin, man, I can't believe his ADP hasn't shot up to go uh, in week one or two of this season. I you know that's crazy to me. He was uh, he was a top five wide receiver the last time he was fully healthy. Michael Thomas, you know, the injury concerns, whatever there, but a guy like him and then Allen Robinson and Juju Smith-Schuster kind of round out that group of guys that could end up easily being top 20 wide receivers based on their situation and the talent that they have, but they're being drafted way late. So uh, I use this as an example. I just had a draft yesterday and it, well, Sunday, I guess uh, I should say. And uh, I spent four of my first five picks on running backs and I picked up, uh, at running back, I got Najee Harris, DeAndre Swift, Saquon Barkley, and J.K. Dobbins, all within the first, all within the first five rounds. And I still ended up with a wide receiver room of Mike Evans, Terry McLaurin, Brandon Cooks, Michael Thomas, and Chris Godwin. I mean, is that not a really good wide receiver draft? Still, you're not getting a Justin Jefferson, you're not getting a Jamar Chase, granted, but some of these guys will put up very comparable production to those guys uh, without the fuss of the first round pick. I agree wholeheartedly with that. And that was one of the things that I was going to say as well, uh, but you hit on it perfectly. A couple other guys that I would mention, um, you already mentioned Cortland Sutton. I mean, he, he and Allen Robinson are kind of in the same boat as it pertains to, they've had horrible quarterback play throughout their career. I mean, I like Drew Locke, uh, but he's not Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. Uh, Russell Wilson is such an upgrade in as opposed to Robinson, who's going to be the number two behind cup in terms of priority for Stafford, Sutton's more than likely going to be the number one guy. He seems to be Russell Wilson's favorite target. Obviously, Jerry Judy will be involved a good bit. Uh, mm-hmm. But a draft that I had, I took – this is my league with my Sunday, my old Sunday school class, different guys from my church back at home. We always do a league every year. So in the first round, I was picking ninth. They got Najee Harris, grabbed Nick Chubb. This is non-PPR. So And then in the third round, I came back and grabbed Saquon Barkley. Uh, fourth round was when I grabbed Patrick Mahomes. He was still there. So I decided to take him. Quarterbacks tend to go early in this league. So I, my running backs are Nick Chubb, Najee Harris, Saquon Barkley. I came back in the fifth, uh, with JK Dobbins. Yeah. And then <laughs> in the seventh or it was, I believe it was the eighth round. Brees Hall was still sitting there. So I grabbed Brees Hall. Yeah. 
And then I grabbed a couple rookie running backs off waivers. I got Brian Robinson, who obviously we hope that he is, he recovers from uh, the instant that happened this weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely not a good situation. Um, and then I just picked up Isaiah Pacheco. I ended up drafting Damian Pierce really late and trading him to get another guy. And my wide receiver room, you got to think, you know, well, with all that running back depth, his receivers have got to right. stink. I got Michael Pittman, Cortland yeah. Sutton, Devontae Smith, who I think is going to have a really good year, mm-hmm. Gabriel Davis, Sky Moore, Rashad Bateman, and George Pickens. Yeah. I mean, you them got... all on there and stuff. Now, my bench, it, we do have an extra flex spot in this league. Okay. Sure. Uh, and we also have um, two extra bench spots. So it's a little bit longer, but man, that depth, I've got like five wide receiver twos. If just mm-hmm. one of them can emerge as a wide receiver one, I love my team. Yeah, absolutely. You can live off of wide receiver two production all year long, as long as you've nailed your running backs and maybe gotten a good quarterback or a good tight end. Um, I think that that is absolutely a, a perfectly uh, good draft strategy to go with. Um, I think uh, kind of transition into my second thing here, uh, and we've both mentioned having drafted him, and that's Saquon Barkley, right? I mean, he's going in the third round in most drafts, and if he stays healthy this year and he, you know, it, and everything goes like we're we're thinking it will as far as the, that offense is going to run through him. He is the Giants offense this year, really. That's all there is to it. And if he stays healthy, he legit has league-winning upside. I'm, t- I'm telling you right now, if you're picking in the early second round and you took a wide receiver um, with your early pick, with your first pick in the, in the first round, and uh, you want to reach for this guy, I have no problem with it because I think he's got league-winning upside, and especially – third round value that is incredible so you know end up with a guy like Saquon Barkley and he's going to be an RB1 this year I really believe that he's got league winning upside to me so that would be my second nugget uh for the lead up to to the drafts yeah definitely got to keep an eye on if he can just stay healthy we know mm-hmm. the talent uh for me my next thing is just don't fret if you miss out on a top tight end just be mm-hmm. patient I know that every year we say that there's, you know, tight end is such a thin position and I agree. It will be, there's going to be guys that aren't going to work out like we think they might. But I think if you take two flyers in the later rounds, I think you'll be just fine. Make one of them Cole commit. And then after that, take one of Irv Smith, David Njoku and Logan Thomas. And I think you're set at tight end. We cannot forget, Komet had 600 receiving yards last year in a really bad offense. Now there's a new coaching regime. Justin Fields will hopefully take a step forward. There's mm-hmm. not a whole lot of competition for targets. All Komet has to do is get a few touchdowns, and he's already a top 10 tight end. Yeah. So, And that's if he doesn't increase his receiving yards, which I think he's going to. So, you know, don't fret if you miss out on one of those top tight ends. Just wait for Cole Komet to come to you in the 13th round. And then later on, grab an Irv Smith right before your draft ends. And I think you could have one of the better tight end rooms by the end of the year in your fantasy league. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Jeremy, you got one. I think we both have one more before we head to break. Uh, what's your last one that you want to get to um, before we head to break? Yeah. So this is going to kind of be um, kind of a, a pivot off of your tight end conversation here. Um, I really like Dalton Schultz at his ADP right now. I think he's going in. Uh, mostly is around the tight end seven or eight. And if you look at that Dallas offense, there's CeeDee Lamb, 
pause for effect, right? There's nobody else. CD Lamb, Gallup is hurt, right? He's not yeah, going to right start now. the season. So Dalton Schultz and Michael Gallup are the the offense uh, in the passing game for the first part of the season. Dalton Schultz could get you out for a hot start this year. And uh, at his ADP, which is uh, about the the ninth round or 10th round right now uh, where he's going. Uh, that is fantastic value for a guy who could easily be a top five tight end this year, uh, maybe even a top three tight end. Uh, if uh, he continues that workload that I think he will have at the beginning of the year through year. And we've already seen that he and Dak Prescott have a special connection there in Dallas. I think that continues this year uh, with Schultz being able to be basically the, the second uh, receiving option for that team. Most definitely. It's going to be interesting to see how the Cowboys offense works out and what they may do at roster cutdowns. Perhaps they maybe add one of the Steelers wide receivers who ends up getting cut at roster cutdowns. Um, my final thing before the break is don't be afraid to invest in late round rookies. Mm-hmm. You know, I know that George Pickens and Sky Moore are moving up boards really quickly, but still their ADP is like, the 11th round, 12th round, that's still pretty good value. I wouldn't take them much higher than that. Uh, but if you get them at that point, I still think it's really good value. Christian Watson is a guy who is his ADP has dropped some because of the injury. But let's not forget the talent that that guy has and the potential he has in that offense just for volume's sake. Zamir White, they cut Kenyon Drake in Las Vegas. He's the number two guy. And we know that Josh McDaniels likes running backs by committee. Uh, and who knows if Josh Jacobs, he's had a lot of banging up in his short career in the NFL. Uh, so Zamir White is could be in good position. Isaiah Pacheco, another guy. Uh, and then Rashad White, Tyler Algier, Romeo Dubs, Brian Robinson, Jahan Dotson, James Cook. Those are a bunch of other guys. I wouldn't fill up your entire bench with rookies, mm-hmm. but grabbing maybe two of these guys, if you're in maybe a, a league that has a deeper bench like some of my leagues, maybe even a third one, I think it's yeah. worth it because the chances are that one, at least one of those guys is going to pan out. And who would you rather have, one of those guys or – uh, Lavishka Chenault or a Michael Gallup or somebody right. like that. You know, yeah. I, I'd rather go with the guy that I know has some upside and potential to be a league winner for me in the late rounds. Absolutely. I totally 100% agree with you. You have anything else you want to add, Jeremy, before the break? Nope. Let's get to it. All right. We'll be back in just a second. Don't go anywhere. And welcome back to the Steelers Fix. Andrew Wilbar and Jeremy Betts with you from BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. We are breaking down some of the biggest draft nuggets, the last-minute draft nuggets, I might add, as many of you are getting ready for your fantasy football drafts, those of you that have not drafted already. Jeremy, we've got a few more before we get into some BTSC fantasy football news, at least your fantasy league. Mm -hmm. Uh, what is your next nugget you want to give our listeners? Okay, so I've got two more nuggets that I'll give. And the first one, the, the second one's going to be really Steelers-oriented, so I'm going to say that one for last. But the first one is that uh, don't sleep on two second-year quarterbacks specifically. All right, And those quarterbacks are Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields. These guys are – 
not even getting drafted in a lot of 10 team leagues. Sometimes in 12 team leagues, they're not even getting drafted. And uh, if you, if you look at the um, let's start with Lawrence, uh, a guy who has all the talent in the world and it's a, a coaching situation that very highly favors the quarterback with Doug Peterson being there. They built up an offense of, really good and not necessarily great weapons around him. And I think he, he's going to, he's going to elevate those guys and be a really good quarterback this year. Um, don't sleep on him. I think he's got potential to be a top 12 quarterback this year right away. And then the other guy is Justin Fields. We, I mentioned him already. Uh, the bears quarterback looked phenomenal in week three of the preseason. Um, if you got a chance to watch his highlights, Andrew, I don't know if you did or not, but he was on target. He displayed accuracy, um, he moves so well in the pocket. That offensive line is going to be rough, but I don't know if it's going to matter too much with his escapability. He's got elite escapability. And I said this uh, a few, a couple years ago when he was uh, on the, well, last year when he was, uh, you know, a, a draft prospect is that um, he is Deshaun Watson as soon as he hits the field. And I mean that from a talent perspective, obviously. Um, so, you know, the, the rushing ability and then uh, just the innate ability to lead. I think he's got that as well. And I think he can be a top tier quarterback as well. I say both of these guys have the chance to be top 15 quarterbacks this year. I like Trevor Lawrence a little bit better than fields, just because I think Lawrence um, he has rushing ability as well, kind of like a Josh Allen or a Patrick Mahomes does. Uh, but I think he's got a better arm talent overall and uh, maybe a little bit better team around him. So I like Trevor Lawrence a little bit better, but those two guys don't sleep on them. If you, uh, take a quarterback late, like a Kirk Cousins or something like that. Go ahead and take one of these guys as well, and uh, one of them's going to pop. I can feel it. There was a guy in the fantasy draft I just had that took Derek Carr in the fifth round. Ooh. Now we did, and right? we did an in-person draft. Okay. So we didn't use a format. We bought a draft board and we had a draft party. Well, he left before time was up, and a lot of the guys did because we ran out of time. Long story. Make a long story short. Uh, me and the other guy who's kind of the top guys in the league, we end up having to auto draft for the rest of the league for the final three rounds. Oh, wow. So we ended up giving that guy Trevor Lawrence. And that makes so much sense because mm -hmm. of the safeness you have with Derek Carr and then a guy who could pop with Lawrence. And if yes. both of them work out, you have phenomenal trade bait for that team who has a quarterback that goes down injured and is streaming quarterbacks by the week off the waiver wire. So definitely a guy that you would not want to that you would that you would want to consider adding in the later mm -hmm. rounds. Uh, I've got two left. They're both Steelers related. Uh, the first one is that that uh, Chase Claypool is worth the risk as ADP, Absolutely. and it continues to drop. George Pickens is being drafted ahead of him at this mm -hmm. point. I can understand why that's where the hype is, but let's not forget that Chase Claypool still is ahead of George Pickens on the death chart, and he's mm -hmm. going to remain that way. And let's not forget that Chase Claypool also had 10 touchdowns his rookie season. And if not for just a stagnant offense and just kind of hitting a wall midseason like the entire team did, he could have gotten even more than that. He <laughs> was a legitimate shot rookie of the year. Last year, yeah, he showed immaturity. Fair enough. But the quarterback play was not great last year. It's not going to be any worse this year, regardless of who's the starter. I think Chase Claypool is a guy who could win you your league, and we've talked about him before. But mm -hmm. if he doesn't work out, so you lose out on your 12th-round pick, I mean, if, if you <laughs> yeah. want to cut him three weeks into the season, pick up, you know, a backup running back who's doing better than what we thought was or has a role that we didn't expect. You know, you can pick up, you know, that guy if something happens to Claypool the first couple weeks of the year. But this guy has wide receiver one upside. 
Um, and I think just based on reasonable expectations, I think it's reasonable to expect that he could be a wide receiver too for your fantasy team. Uh, but yeah, Chase Claypool is definitely worth the risk at his ADP. Jeremy, what else you got? Okay, so just real quick, I've got um, – I just want to talk about Najee Harris real quick um, and then one other thing. The Najee Harris, to me, I I don't think – I think the talks of his workload going down have been greatly exaggerated. I think that he's going to have that's a very similar workload to last year. And one of the reasons I think that is because the offensive line is struggling. There's going to be a lot of times, I think, where Mitchell Trubisky – Kenny Pickett, whoever's in there at quarterback is going to have to dump the ball down. And Najee Harris has the ability to turn that into uh, a big play. And so you could do worse than dumping it down. And coaches are going to tell him that, you know, just dish it to Najee if you're in a lot of trouble and see what he can make out of it. He might not get quality looks in the passing game like we were hoping, uh, you know, more route based concepts, but uh, he's going to get those dump offs this year. He's going to get a lot of touches this year. Not concerned about his workload. And then I'm making a bold prediction here, Andrew. I'm going to say that four, this is, this is really bold Four Steelers receivers. All right. Pass catchers. I should say four Steeler pass catchers will eclipse 800 yards receiving this year. Four Steeler pass catchers. I believe in the quarterbacks. But I also believe this offense is going to spread the ball around. So Deontay and I should caveat this by saying nobody will reach a thousand. All right. So I Ooh. think nobody's going to reach a thousand yards receiving, but Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool, George Pickens, and Pat Fryermuth will all have 800 plus yards receiving this year and uh, be valuable fantasy assets for your team. So that is my bold prediction, extremely bold prediction, maybe. But I like it. I think that the Pittsburgh Steelers have a special group of weapons this year. You know what? I actually agree with that. I, I think go. it's possible that we could see a thousand yard receiver. I think we'll still see a thousand yard receiver. But for the 800 yards, I could see that. That makes a lot of sense now that you think about it. Um, yeah, that uh, just looking at what Pickens has done. It may bring down Claypool's ceiling just a tiny bit, mm-hmm. um, but we know Deontay Johnson's safe, and if Claypool can emerge, man, this offense could be loaded if just that stinking offensive line can hold up. <laughs> yeah, they're Mom all going to get. Invest. They're all going to get five to seven targets a game, I think, and uh, it'll probably alternate weeks who does the most with it. Um, but these are explosive guys, and uh, Frymuth's a, a seam stretcher. Um, Claypool and and. Uh, Pickens are our field stretchers. Uh, they're big play guys, 50-50 ball guys on the outside. And then Deontay Johnson, he's probably going to get the the volume, maybe not as much as last year, but he's going to get enough volume to keep his, his uh, target ticks up. And he displays very good hands and very good route running ability on the deep routes as well. I think the Steelers have weapons that uh, can exploit the middle and, and uh, deep portions of the field. And I think that that equates to um, chunk plays and probably a, a good – a very solid season for each one of these guys. So that's why I say 800 yards plus. It is an exciting time to be a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. Absolutely. The final, the final thing I'm going to add is something that gets neglected a lot in fantasy talk, but it's worth saying because it goes against my general philosophy. Usually I'm not afraid to draft a kicker or defense ahead of other people. I think it's worth it if you have a defense or a kicker that is just notches above the rest that I think that gives you a slight advantage toward the rest of the league. Uh, just having that elite kicker defense. 
Um, I'm okay, you know, drafting them two rounds higher than what most people would draft a kicker or defense. Uh, but this year, here's my advice. Kicker is deep and the Steelers D is cheap. The Steelers defense, hey. you know, is going to get sacks. That's just how hey. it works here in Blitzburg. And kicker is really deep this year. Evan McPherson, Tyler Bass, Justin Tucker, Harrison Butker, Daniel Carlson, Matt Gay. I mean, if you didn't draft a bunch of Steelers, you could consider Chris Boswell. Um, I mean, there's a bunch of kickers. We could keep going down the list. Matt Prater, Cairo Santos. I mean, the it, kicker is really deep this year. Absolutely. So I don't think there's one guy that's necessarily above the rest. I think Bass, Tucker, Butker, Carlson, McPherson, they're all in the same tier. So you can wait for one of them to drop a couple rounds later. So don't draft, don't be the one who drafts the kicker early this year. And then on defense, the Steelers, I think, are the best value that you're finding out right now. Most formats, the Steelers are like a top 15, top 20 defense, maybe. At least in the mm-hmm. places I'm seeing, a lot of websites, very rarely do I find the Steelers inside the top 10. You can get the Steelers defense incredibly cheap right at the end of your draft. Uh, so that is my advice as it pertains to kickers in defenses. Well, for those of you in the BTSC Fantasy Football League, and for those of you that are not, we're going to announce the draft order for Jeremy's PPR Fantasy Football League. Our league already, uh, my league already was drafted. I'll have to share my fantasy team with you. Maybe maybe we have some time next week. Maybe we can go over that. Jeremy, if you decide on yeah. a draft date for your league? Yeah, we're drafting. Uh, to, so this is running at noon on Tuesday. We're drafting at 9 on Tuesday. So uh, it's it's last minute here, but we're getting it done. We're going to draft on NFL uh, on the NFL.com app. And I'm going to write a, um, a review article on it, basically uh, just to, to put it out there on the website for those of you who are interested in seeing how the draft went and maybe even voting on who your favorite squad is going into the year. So uh, I've Andrew, this is how I want to do it. I, I've assigned a number to each, one of the guys in the league, 10 team league, each one of the managers has a number. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask you for a number. That number, uh, you know, you can pick one through 10 uh, in any order that you want. And so everybody knows I haven't cheated. I haven't done anything to help myself here. Uh, the uh, order, the the number order will be uh, put in and uh, we will have a draft order at the end of this. It's going to be a lot of fun here. We'll do it real quick just to get it done. Andrew, who's drafting number one overall? What number are you picking? Um, Number four. Number four. That's going to be Kenny Two Gloves, Aiden. Aiden, one of our followers on uh, Twitter, it gets the first overall pick. Congratulations, Aiden. Perhaps uh, we should maybe announce some of the draft results from both of our fantasy leagues or the highlights yeah. of it, maybe to open the show next week. That'd be a fantastic idea. We can do that for sure. Uh, okay. Give me another number, man. Six. Six. Oh man. That's going to be Jimmy blue nose steelhead on the, uh, uh, on the app here. That's his team name. Jimmy gets the number two overall pick. Sounds like somebody's getting Christian McCaffrey there. Uh, I'm missing okay. in my league. Yeah, man. <laughs> All right. Give me another number. Number one. Number one is Isaac, who helped us out a lot yes. last year. Isaac. Uh, and with Sports the uh, big one on as well, SB yeah. Nation. There you go. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, who's drafting number four, Andrew? Let's go with 10. Number 10. That's going to be Chugga98, who was in uh, our league last year, I believe, as well. Dustin, I think, is is his name. So he's going to be drafting number four. Congratulations, 
Chugga, 98. Who's drafting number five? Are you Kenny Pickett fans? Let's go number eight. Number eight, Shannon White, our very own yeah. Shannon White. Picking at number five. Fantastic. All righty. Let's keep it rolling. Who's picking number six? Back into the of the first round here. Let's go number two. Number two, we got George, who was with us last year. Mm-hmm. Team named Steagles. All righty. Number, number seven. Have I said number five yet? You have not said number five, five yet. And you know how I know that? Because it's you. Because it's me. That's Woo! right. All right. Picking six is uh, drafting in the seven slot. Uh, ben Roethlisberger, may he rest in peace as a stealer. <laughs> so, all righty. Uh, for the eighth slot, we got three more slots to go. You number got nine. Number nine. I think we did that one already. Oh. Yep. Ooh. We did number nine already. My apologies. That's to whoever right. number nine was. Let's I go think number. We've got. We've got. We've got seven, and we've got, uh, let's see, we've got three. And and what am I missing here? Seven, three. Seven, three, and six. Did you say six already? You did say six already. I did say six. Did I skip somebody here? Man, I, this is not going well, Andrew. What's going on here? Let me take a look at this. We've done – we need – oh, okay. You have not done nine. I am sorry that Ooh. there are two Georges in our league. So, number nine is still out there. We've got George, number two, who is of the Lombardi Collectors. All right, Andrew, just two draft spots left. You've got numbers seven and three left. Numbers seven and three. Who you got? Let's go with mm, – let's go with no let's go with three three it is and that's going to be sabe or sabi or however he says it yinzer sabe there we go <laughs> sabe yeah there we go okay. the most faithful at btsc in the comment yes. section and that leaves us with just one more and that is going to be btsc's chris Pugh drafting 10th overall in the draft ladies and gentlemen that is the draft order for the btsc ppr league uh going to be drafting later on today so uh we'll have a, a recap of that for you on the website sometime this week so you if you're a listener not a participant of this league uh you can uh get an idea of who picked what and we will have those teams for you to vote on as well. And then Andrew and I will recap again on the Steelers fix next week uh, if we have time to do that. So, uh, Andrew, I'll throw it back to you, man. Close us out. Well, you know the routine. Follow us on Twitter at TheBets93 for Jeremy, at Andrew underscore Wilbar for me. And be sure to be following everything that is taking place at BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. Ladies and gentlemen, the season is finally here. What we've been waiting for for months is about to arrive. We've got college football this weekend, which I'm pumped about. So be looking for some NFL draft content starting this week on the website. But that is going to do it all for today. Thank you so much for listening. For Jeremy Betts, I'm Andrew Wilbar. We'll see you next week on the Steelers Fix.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.